Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Monday, January 18th, 2021. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, folks, here we go. It is the Hockey Betting Podcast. Brian Blessing in Vegas, Cam Stewart north of the border. He's got the entire country, the weight of the entire country on his shoulders, and he can soldier that load. Full disclosure, uh, bright and early on a Monday, we're recording this. Get a look at the night games on Monday, early games in the week, some of the new matchups that are coming. So we actually could call this Breakfast with Cammy. Good morning. <laughs> breakfast with Cammy. Yeah, what's what, what's for breakfast? It's not Vector. It's going to be something else. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Uh, yeah, producer Mike, uh, he, he he's a piece of work, this guy. But anyway, uh, we'll talk, Brian. <laughs> Hopefully we hit some winners. It's been a pretty good week. It, we've seen some ups and downs, though, too, right? Uh, you know, the first night we go over, and then we have some unders, the back-to-back. Some of them work. Some of them don't. Eventually we're going to have some trends here, but uh, it was good on Sunday night. We hit that uh, over in the, the Panther game, and it's funny. I kind of went against, I think a lot of people bet on Florida thinking, wow, they haven't played, but. I bet on them, and they actually got it done. So it was a pretty good uh, way to end the weekend, Bri. All right, hey, listen, here's the deal. We want to get you winners. We love doing this. Uh, here's the deal. The HockeyBettingPodcast.ca. Uh, we thank all our partners. Uh, we've got some sports books you're going to play. We say like getting an app, you know, get, get several different uh, accounts so you can shop for numbers. Uh, hey, you help us along the way so we can do this, but it's going to be convenient and good for you, and we're going to give you a sign-up bonus coming up in a little bit but we hope you'll support our endeavor to do this for you how's that sounds nice um hey the uh, the one thing i would say to you kid coming out of the gate uh, the angles that we're gonna look for that i think will work and not blindly but these are series for the most part and uh, we had i guess it was friday night the first revenge game you had vancouver beat edmonton edmonton turned around and won comfortably. Then Friday night, I guess it was, we had a boatload of them. And came the team that lost the first game, they went 5-3, and three, and two of the losses were the Kings losing to Minnesota in, or losing to Minnesota in overtime. Yep. And Anaheim played their lungs out, and the Vegas pulled the goalie, tied it, and then won it like seven seconds into overtime. And so the, the two losers, you know, were in overtime or – you're sitting there looking at uh, what do we be looking at seven and one with the team. We said this, the teams that lose that first game, they're going to come back at you hard. Their series, their adjustments from coaches. And the one other thing I think I'm going to apply just because I look to do this in the playoffs. And this is kind of what we're dealing with here. When a new series begins, I think the teams kind of go for it before the angst and the hate builds up. And then the team that loses game one plays, you know, a more physical, more sense of urgency kind of game. And the games to me generally then become played closer to the vest. So I think a lot, I'm not saying it's a black and white thing, but 
But I think when a new series begins, it's a good foundation. It's a good starting point. I'm looking over in game one, under in game two. That's that's worked forever in the playoffs. So why wouldn't it work in this similar format? Good point. If you use the Buffalo Sabre, Buffalo, your team as an example, the first game went way over the number in the second game. Uh, Buffalo ran into a hot tender, and they lost a heartbreaker 2-1. to one. You're right. In the first game, Brian, these guys couldn't, uh, what do you say, yeah, stop, stop a medicine ball. So I th- Well, in, in their own end, Cam, I mean, I, you brought that game up. Just in that, in that game, the first game, the Sabres' defense was running around. All that was missing was calliope music. They were running around. Bristol-Lyon was out of position, chasing the puck. The next game, they, they, they show these guys' video and go, what are you doing? Stop abandoning the front of the net. So it was more, yeah, the goalie, but it just was the way the game was played where they, they didn't abandon their positions and run around. And the goalies were, you know, Olmark played, but he was seeing the shots. So it was more than the hot tender. It was the way the whole game was played. No, I'm with you. And also, too, the Washington's backup goalie, like he made his NHL debut and he stood on his head. I think it was a, a combination of a lot of things. If uh, Samson off luggage there, if he goes into the game, the Sabres win that game. You've seen the guy play. So, yeah, no, it's a, it's a very good angle, Brian. I'm with you on that, too. And I'm taking desperate teams. Like, I know the game uh, went to a shootout, but Pittsburgh lost the first two games against Philadelphia. It's a shortened season. They can't afford to lose that game against Washington. They got the point, then they got the extra point in the shootout. That's what I'm looking to do. These teams out of the gate, uh, 0-2, I'm probably going to take them in the third or fourth game, definitely, because they know if you go on a four- or five-game losing streak, you gone, your season's done, because uh, things are different. You know, the ho- hockey compared to other sports, the point system Try You try to win games in regulation there. A lot of the time, even when you lose, you know, you pick up that point if it goes to overtime in a shootout. It's really hard to extend and get ahead of teams. So you got to, like, if you have a horrible start, you got to go on a tootsie roll and start putting some wins together, preferably in regulation. Uh, I can tell a quick story here. But the story is about making money, so don't, don't run away because there's a moral to the story. Uh, I went to the Golden Knights game, their home opener against Anaheim. And I was really looking forward to it, Cam. I said, I want to see this in this environment. I want to see what it's all about, have a feel for it. But I thought this is going to be pretty cool to, to hear the sounds, to hear them chirping each other and all this other stuff. Well, okay. Well, first of all, the game's a satellite photo because the press box in Vegas is like, you know, Raptor City, which is fine. But I'm telling you, Cam, I hated every second of it. I It was... And I and it made me try to put myself in the player's shoes. And no knock on Vegas. This is what it's got to be like in all these buildings. They're pumping in manufactured crowd noise that they're feeding down to the players to give them some sense of energy or whatever. But so for us, selfishly, you're at the game. That pumped-in crowd noise diminishes the noise that's coming off the ice, which was what I was looking forward to. I'm watching these guys. A goal would be scored, and they kind of look at each other. Did that go in? Like, there's this, like, two-second delay for reactions for goals. And then the biggest thing, the energy guys, like the third and fourth lines, and where this impacts the games, you know, we're talking about, oh, they're going to hate each other, and it's a series, and they're going to, you know, it's going to build up, and it's gonna, they're going to be brawling. And, Cam, there's no energy in the building. Now, maybe, you know, somebody does something to a guy in game one, you know, then things heat up in game two. That's going to happen. I'm thinking the energy guys. I mean, I, got, I looked at my buddy Steve Carp from Gaming Today. We're sitting next to each other. 
It's about nine minutes into the game, and I was going to tweet it out, and then we looked at the official score. I'm like, well, who's, who's doing this? You know, they said the hits were 8-5. I was going to send a tweet out, go, the next hit in the Vegas-Anaheim game will be the first, and we're halfway into the first period. They're, the energy guys feed off the crowd. So the, the third and fourth lines, it's a different dynamic, man. Oh, that's a good point that you raised, too. And these guys are the ones, when you're down, you know, they start fights. They try to get your team back in, in, into, into the game. Like, I remember, uh, you know, the game, even just being watching Toronto play, like Wayne Simmons actually punch, you punches the crap out of somebody. It fires up the team. But you're right, Brian. Those moments are few and far between. We haven't really seen that stuff. I don't know how, how it, it affects. Like, what do you think about how does it affect the total? Well, you're saying they just kind of... Like what do they do? They float around more because, like, I, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to get well, pumped up. Like what? Like what? How? So well, how do you I, play I, that like angle the, then? If the third and fourth line I, guys aren't pummeling guys and putting them through glass, well, I can't form an opinion yet. I guess is is the long and short of it because I, I refuse even now. We're only a couple of games in for some teams that I'm not going to overreact because I just go back to the World Juniors where some of these guys just looked like they were out there. And then all of a sudden, game three, game four, like, whoa, look at that kid or look at this team because they hadn't played games since February or March. And, you know, you got many of these teams that are in the same boat in the NHL. You have the seven that missed the playoffs. I'm not going to flip a lid. I'm not happy, but the Sabres start 0-2. I'm not going to go bananas and go, here we go again, although it feels that way. But I, I think some of these teams can get their act together I think we've got to almost give it the entirety of this week before we can say, this is who these guys are. So I think there's a little buyer beware in terms of what we're doing out of the gate because they are all shaking off the rink rust. No, I agree with that. And that's what I'm doing, Brian. When we tack the card today, it's a little bit of a leap of faith, but I'm looking at a couple underdogs here that are actually going to show up. Some teams have been playing with fire. They got wins, and, uh, you know, I'm looking for plus plus prices tonight, and if I put, take a favorite in, I want to parlay them, put do, do them in a round robin or a parlay because uh, there's a couple pooches. <sighs> hey, uh, one of our loyal listeners, Drew, yes. sent out a tweet with our, our little song, like oh, he was excited. Parlay, we parlay, parlay, parlay. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, I'm glad you're doing it for the guy. You're, you're the guy that just got up. How's that work out, by the way? Not well. Well, excuse me. I, I, I see mean, Mike's text uh, the, meeting I'm, in 15 minutes. If if he was in the yeah, if he was in the room, I would have put him through a wall. To be honest with you, but okay. yeah, but it, I mean, it's seven in the morning for me. It's ten in the morning That's for why you. I'm running around like a reindeer. What the hell am I missing? I don't know what you're missing. Oh no, I did a show till one o'clock in the morning last night, Brian. Well, but I, but I will go. say this: I, for a guy for, for a guy that's sponsored by Marlboro and like basically breathes smoke and, and ash i'm very impressed like you're more like a triathlete like I, I call you you're like you're fresh you're good I, I don't know how you do it for a guy that like hacks darts the way you do i'm very impressed well, you could still run a marathon well i mean this is true i mean I, i'm not i mean it, it sounds like a you know no i know most guys that i know no, no, that no, most no, guys no, no, that no, listen, who smoke listen. cigarettes are like out of shape yeah, no, like no. you're like, you don't understand i'm not in shape cam i mean jesus i mean it, listen <laughs> here's the deal all right and i say this with sincerity like when i go out to uh, do a radio remote or out of, out of a sports book or a casino i'm out i swear to god wearing the, the damn i almost said something else wear, wear the damn mask I'm, the only time i get fresh air is to take the mask off and have a cigarette <laughs> That's a good point. No, that's what my doctor told me, Brian, because, you know, I'm a big guy. I'm basically like an offensive lineman, like 280 now. I'm probably that's low end. 
but you know what I mean? Like, not like a big lard ass, but you know, I, I got some weight on me, but the doctor told me, cause I used to smoke. Oh, don't sell your, yeah. don't sell yourself. Short. You're an incredible. <laughs> <laughs> no, the doctor told me because you got to give up something because I used to smoke too so you know I couldn't give up I couldn't give up uh, the, the the Pepsi uh, the Coca-Colas and uh, and and you know chicken wings right it was like a diet thing or smoke smoke like that's the thing I I, I still drink like a fish and whatever but uh, yeah I quit smoking which is probably good for me if I smoked I'd be in a in a box right now but anyway uh, you know by the way I, <laughs> in, in, you know all these all these angles and all these yeah. things we talk about yes. and, and you know what maybe we're just because I hate the you know the analytics crowd, yes. you know they're vomit inducing nerds. But nerds, well, uh, yeah. But but I mean, but we and we're just as guilty that we, you know, oh this angle and yeah. three games and four nights and blah, blah, blah. and I'm telling you, you know the best angle was Bills are getting ready to play the Ravens, and I said to my wife, she said, "What do you want for the game for dinner?" And I said, "You're doing the exact same thing you did last week against the Colts." Exactly. I said you're making the same the same chicken wings. So we had three different kinds. I said, well, you're getting the three. She said, what if the store doesn't have them? I said, then you're going to go call Ed Purdue and go to his house and get them. I, that's a, you're getting the same, right? So anyway, she does the same the same thing, right? What's the game? Three three at the half. She pulls the chicken wings out at halftime. The Bills march down, get a touchdown, and Teron Johnson gets the 101 yard interception. Lesson learned. The wings are coming out at kickoff in the championship game. Nine waiting till halftime. Excellent. So the ch- the, the chicken wing angles in play. <laughs> yeah, you know, if I have the wings at the beginning of the game, the Chiefs don't have a chance. Yeah, I'm loving it. No, that's true, Brian. When I'm doing my show with Gabe, like that's the thing, right? It's like most most people would be like normal and want to watch their team play. He's done the show both times the Sabres won, so I know I'll be working with him uh, on Sunday night because you're not doing anything different in the championship game. But, you know, tonight – The Bills. The Bills. You said the Sabres. Buffalo. You said the the Sabres. The Sabres don't know what a W is. No, no. You think think the Bills' success would rub off on these guys, but I will tell you this, Brian, I'm in tonight. This is it. I know. Let's go. All right. Let's start with the 705 Eastern games. And if you want to start there, so so be it. Flyers unbeaten at home look really good. Higher scoring games, $1.50. Now, these are numbers, by the way, betchris.com, and we'll just Actually, tell you. Actually, Brian, you Brian, he, he, that's the second game in the rotation. Uh, I was just trying to be a, a broadcaster in segue. Yeah, well, I'm not a broadcaster. I'm just a moron. The way, by the way, the way Segway <laughs> spelled, I mean, if I was a complete, I was just doing a sagu. Yeah, that's okay. All right, we'll start the 705 <laughs> yeah. Eastern games. By the way, betchris.com, deposit 100 bucks and you get a $100 sign-up bonus by, you know, just jumping in there from us. So do it. You know, get yourself an account. TheHockeyBettingPodcast.ca, betchris.com. Here we go. 705 Eastern, Winnipeg at Toronto, Leafs $1.55. The total, uh, takebacks plus $1.30. Total is 6.5 to the over. Cam, I watched the Leafs, man. I'm telling you, you know, you got guns a blazing up front. That defense, your your big addition, you know, Bogosian's one of your big additions on the blue line. It, it's it remains a thing. Oh, well, it's a problem. Like uh, it's a thing. Yeah. Like also now there's a goaltending controversy because Campbell's got a better attitude, and Anderson is a, a guy that uh, is so streaky. Usually, and you know what I mean. And it's funny. Why is there an attitude thing? Because they, you know, Anderson's name was out there all summer that they were going to move. Him. They, Anderson is a problem because he's not that good, and people talk about it. And Jack Campbell's like 
they're, they're almost the same guy to me. And, and people like Campbell because he seems to be like a jovial type of guy. You know what? I'm not going to take everything away from Freddie Anderson, but he doesn't make crucial saves. When he's bad, he's awful. And uh, the defense doesn't give him any help, but he's also the problem. Like, he's not an elite goaltender. I can tell you that. And the Leafs need one because their defense is deplorable. Six and a half is the total in this game. Uh, Do you want to go over? I got, you know, we hit it with the Panther game, Brian. But, yeah, with Winnipeg there, they score goals too. I would assume we can get to seven goals in this game. I have no opinion on uh, the side of this game, but I, I would lean over. It's not my favorite game of the week. That's for sure. And, you know, the uh, ironic nature of this is Winnipeg only has a game Correct. under their belt. They beat Calgary 4-3 in overtime. So clearly you're going to be getting getting hellebuck here. And they're fresh as a daisy. And uh, you know what? I, I do like Winnipeg, and I'll tell you why. I believe this is going to be the case. Again, early learning curve in the season. You've got Winnipeg at Toronto, and then they get a couple at Ottawa. So in the north, we're getting these odd little things, right, Cam? Because some teams are playing each other ten times. Some teams are playing each other nine times. So much more so in the west on occasion, you're going to get a one-off, and that's what this is. Uh, it's not a rematch coming up later in the week. But I think when teams go on this these shortened road trips, I think in the first game, they're, all their eggs are in a basket to get the, the trip off to a good start because I do think if a team has a longish road trip, these guys are going to be checking out mentally when they're stuck in a hotel, the rink, hotel, the rink, hotel, the rink. But getting a trip started, I think there's a bounce and a step for the visitors. So I'll say Winnipeg in this. Yeah, game. well, the thing is, here's the problem. You know, the Leafs could win this game. Are you laying a buck fifty-five with Toronto the way they played? They lose to Ottawa and they barely beat them the other time. Like they're not a good hockey team right now. I think eventually they'll get it together. The chemistry, they will figure it out. Actually, Joe Thornton, old man Thornton scored a goal the last game and he actually looked good. Maybe he'll inspire these other wing nuts, you know, these other guys who don't play two-way hockey to do something. It really pisses me off watching these guys. They should be one of the better teams in the league, but their numbers are always inflated. Uh, The population base thinks they're better than they are. And uh, yeah, Winnipeg would probably be the play to the over. I don't love the game, Brian, but I I got no problem. You're getting 35 cents with a team that can go in there and get a victory. I think it's a good price. All right. Um, Buffalo's at Philly. I'm already in. The Flyers minus $1.50. I'm in. Total on the game is six. Now, I'll just throw this. The first two games, Sabres were down. They were horrible in their own end. To their credit, they fought back, pulled within one, and then the empty netter. They lose to Washington. The second game, Buffalo was much better carried play for large stretches of the game. As you said, the young goalie had a good night. I still think the quality chances Buffalo had were too few and far between for my liking. But the thing is now, they started hunting in the first game, and you're like, what the hell are they doing? And here was the deal. Omar came in. He had immig- immigration papers. How can, how can you have a problem yeah, with like, this? No, like, Brian, remember when I went to Vegas and saw you and we like had a trip that popped up? I was there the same day. You pay a little bit extra money, and I'm an idiot, and I figured it out. You go down to the passport office, you get it done, you wait. Like, passport issues? What are you, what are you this guy sleeping? I, what is I this? I know, that's, uh, no, sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm, I could be, you know, you know me. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm sleeping half the time. 
I have no idea what's going on. And I figured it out when I needed to get like to Vegas in under 48 hours. This guy had the whole damn time off season to do it. And you got passport issues. I don't know what your, what your problem is, bud, but obviously he didn't think about it, but who cares? Uh, that that's over and done with. But Omar's, Omar's playing. He played well. They didn't win, but he played better. I think, and I think they're going to ride Omar here. I don't think this is this one in one a thing. I, I think that clearly for a number of reasons, Hey, they got to win, but they're going to ride Omar and see what are we dealing with here? This kid, is he indeed a guy that can lug the mail for us? A, a, a youngish guy who had long stretches with great save percentage last year. Hutton is not the long-term answer here. So you got to start playing Omar and you got to start riding. So it's Omar versus Hart. Yeah, I'm, I'm in Buffalo. Like this team's let me down early in the season. If they can't get it uh, done and go 0-3, I'm going to have a real problem. But we're getting plus 131. I think we see a desperate team. Philadelphia has been good. They've also been very, very hot. Uh, I think Pittsburgh took the play to them in stretches of that game. And, uh, you know, they had breakaways and defensive breakdowns. But Hart stood on his head, and the Flyers ride him. Um, I'm surprised Philly wouldn't play like they're off to a great start. I thought maybe the backup could come in tonight, and I'd really like Buffalo more. But give me the plus 131 with their Sabres. I think they get it done, Brian. I, I got, Okay, I, you know, buddy, I got the pom-poms out. It's 0-2. I say their season's on the line. Hey, you're, you're, you are literally – you're not playing on the train tracks. You're playing jacks on the train track. You are, I mean, you, you got Monopoly, jacks, a game of check. You're, you got a whole, all the board games are out, and you're playing on the tracks. Because the Sabres, <laughs> their last eight visits to Philly, they're 0-6-2. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Well, maybe it changes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Cam, Cam going. Don't, Cam going with the their do theory today. I am. Well, I don't know. Do you do you, do you think Philly just runs these guys out of the building? It's been a great start. No. It feels like a letdown game for Philadelphia. Uh, by the after way, they I, beat down I, Pittsburgh, that's all I'm saying. I, it's only two games. I'm, I'm not. Believe me. This. Let me. I'm not riding this out here. You know, Eichel's all in. I don't care about that. He's he, he's sick of losing. Okay. He loves Buffalo. He wants to win in Buffalo. I will say this. He has not looked, not looked good as strong, but I mean, you know, this guy's dominant. He has not been dominant. If Taylor Hall's flying around, he looks really good. I don't know what Eichel's doing. It's like if he's deferring more, but he's just, it, there's just something. It's only a couple of games. But, you know, when he gets the puck and he goes through, through three guys and passes or creates a shot through two games. It's only two games, but it's not been there. It's weird. He doesn't look like him. I agree. Like, usually he takes over games and dominates. He's been, like, oh, all right. But, yeah, it's noticeable, Brian. But you know what? Eventually, this guy's going to have to take the team on his back. I love Hall the way he's been playing. The rest of the team, too. Like, they need some guys to finish. But tonight's the night because Philadelphia feels good about themselves. I think they take the Sabres a little bit light tonight, and Buffalo gets it done. I'm even the price is kind of telling you something. The way Buffalo is, you would have made the Flyers about a buck sixty-five, a buck seventy. It's a buck fifty-one. That's uh, that's telling me. I think the books understand the Sabers could be a live pooch. All right, let's go to the Sharks and the Blues, and you're looking at a dollar eighty on St. Louis. Total on the game is six. San Jose wins the first, loses the second at Arizona. They're a team to watch. I think they can five for the fourth spot in the Pacific. The Blues, I mean, the one thing I would say, I wouldn't go near this game. 
if you wanted to fire on the puck line, because the Blues looked great in the first game, the Avs looked horrible, but then the Avs, it was a, it was a gift from the gods to play them on the puck yep. line after looking terrible. They win 8 nothing. But the Blues walked out of there saying, we, we embarrassed ourselves. This is not who we are. So the Blues are coming off a beatdown. you got to believe you're getting their best effort tonight. That's one of my angles, and it doesn't take uh, sabermetrics, uh, you know, analytics nerd to figure it out. The Blues uh, walked away with the tail between their legs. They got absolutely pumped by the avalanche. 182, it's parlay, 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 or puck line. They get it done. The Sharks watch this team play a couple times. They still got a lot of issues. St. Louis is a much better team. They're at home. I don't care about fans. They'll get it done. A buck 82, either uh, you got to put it in a parlay to plus money. Blues beat the Sharks. We're done. SJ Sharky uh, is going to lose tonight. The Canes at the Preds. Carolina minus a dollar. Got to tell you something, Brian. Uh, sorry to interrupt here. Uh, I no, got, you I got, interrupt. I got a lot of issues with Carolina right now. These guys are playing like junk. You barely beat Detroit the first game. Don't let the box score fool you. It was one nothing, and they scored two late goals with empty netters. And then uh, you you lose the second game. Like what? What are you doing, Carolina? Out of the gate, like this is one of our hot teams. I know it's a long season, but you wake up tonight, Nashville. You're lucky you played Columbus, and Columbus has major issues with guys on their team right now with Tortorella. We're two games in the season. They're already bitching. Uh, Carolina, I'll lay 20 cents with Carolina. They got to beat Nashville tonight. They're a better team. Not impressed with their start, and if they lose again, uh, I think we have uh, reason to be concerned. I think it's almost a pick em, Brian. Give me the Hurricanes. Well, they are, and here's the thing, though, and we like this team big picture. They're favored at Nashville. Yeah, because Nashville's not that good. Nashville beat Columbus. Who cares? Columbus has looked awful at the start of the year. Nashville... I get it. They've had some late goals to win. I'm still not sold on the Predators. Eileen Canes, it's not, you know, I, I, it's 20 cents, Brian. I got no problem with that. Sure, I'd like to be getting five, five cents or 10 cents, but that's not going to happen. I think the books understand that Carolina's better. Nashville beat Columbus two games. Big deal. I still think Nashville stinks, and uh, I, I think Carolina needs to wake up. Eileen Carolina in this spot. All right, this is here's the rub, right? Here's what we're looking at. Montreal. At Edmonton, and I played Montreal in the first game, and they, I believe they were, they were, were they plus a quarter? Nah, they were game? plus a uh, buck ten, I think it was the line went. But anyway, well, they were plus one. I, I, go, going in to that, I, I said from what I've seen and what I think is about the, I think Montreal's the better team. I agree. So I played Montreal in game one. That being said, Cameron, here you go with the rematch angle, and. Now, now they see. Here's what goes on. Now they flip it around, and Montreal's minus three nickels, and the total is six and a half. Well, Vancouver made Edmonton look stupid in Game One, and then Edmonton turned the tables on them in Game Two. Is is this the game that sticks out as the in series rematch revenge game? It does, but. I don't love it as much as I should love it. I think Montreal's a good team. They 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 pumped at uh they, they what did they win? Five to nothing. They just they play a great game. They get great goaltending, they're underrated, their players work hard. It's tough. I'll go to Edmonton because Connor McDavid can take the game on his back, which he did in the second game against the Canucks when they bounced back after the loss. Minus a buck five. Yeah, I'll give Edmonton a shot, but uh it, there's no guarantees there, Bri. You know Montreal's damn good. Well, you know, time will be the ultimate judge of this thing. But Vegas is always all in on the big fish. They're always swinging for the fences, and they were in on Eric Carlson uh, at the end of year one. And what's his name? 
What's our what's our boy Dorian, the GM in Ottawa? Yeah, yeah, you guys are doing a great job. Doing a great job. Well, he was like, okay, I want Cody Glass. And McPhee at the time said, nah, no, 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 he's in love with Cody Glass, who was the sixth pick of the draft. Well, the other first round, there were three of them in that first draft. Uh, Brandstrom still hasn't made Ottawa. He's going to be good. But the guy, the guy that at the, when you're looking at it back now going, well, it may, and we'll see what Glass becomes. You know, they're kids. They're still young. But Suzuki is a stud. Yep. And, and, and you sit there, and now Pacioretty's off to a good start. But all the assets they used to get Pacioretty adds up. This is what this added up to get Max Pacioretty. They traded for Thomas Tatar at the trade deadline of the first year. This is all the assets that added up, and the end result was Max Pacioretty. Thomas Tatar, a first, two seconds, a third, and Nick Suzuki adds up to Max Pacioretty. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, hello? Yeah, yeah, that's like, how you doing? Like, exactly. Like, the Canadians are really starting to figure it out. No, that's, uh, yeah, I, that package, you can give me three Max Pacioretty's and I'll still take the first package. Uh, no, Suzuki's a stud. I agree with you. Uh, I, I think this Montreal team is scary as hell. They could have beat the Flyers last year in the playoffs. They got really snake bitten. They hit a lot of bars. Hart made, Hart made some big saves. They, they were actually the better team. So, yeah, Montreal's a team on the rise for sure, buddy. I got to ask you this. Carey Price is still an elite goalie. Yeah. But the ship has sailed, hasn't it? Came the Carey Price is the best goalie in the NHL. Uh, yeah, that's that's. I, yeah, not, I, I agree. Are, are we are we riding on? No, he's still good. Yeah. He's very he's good, yeah. but it you know, but I mean, we always we, you know you, you always sit there and go, yeah, the Canadians, Carey Price. Yeah. Oh, no, it's the, it's the Canadians and young guys flying around scoring goals. That's exactly it, Brian. You said it like I find a lot of these hockey guys just kind of re- relying on the past to. And the thing is, yeah, Carey Price, is, he's still an elite goaltender, but not the way he was before. He has bad nights. And they got Jake Allen back there, who actually is coming off his best season in St. Louis. So Montreal is going to be all right. You're, but you said it, it's the young core that they have right now, guys like Gallagher and workhorses. That's why they're good. Okay, let's, uh, let's get to the rest of these games here. Let's rock. Vancouver, Calgary. Calgary's a buck 50. Total on the game is six. There's a little Western... Canada rivalry thing here. I'm not sold on Calgary. We said this all all along. You, you give me the Canucks plus one thirty. Yeah, well, they got JT Miller coming back. They lost. Oh, who I love. So do I. And they lost to Calgary in the first game. This is this is it. And Calgary, what happened in that game, Brian? For people who don't know, former Vancouver goalie Markstrom stole the show with a shutout in his Calgary debut. Right? Things could be a diff- different the second time around. I don't know who's starting. Is it Demko for Vancouver? Is it going to be Holtby? I really don't care who it is because I think Vancouver at plus 130, you're right. This is something I can come back to after getting shut out and getting Miller back. I think Vancouver uh, is a live pooch at plus 130 for sure. All right. And then the Wild, minus $1.40 at Anna. Like I, I, I hate them. Like, uh, honestly, I, that Kings parlay that I had paid huge. I could, probably after COVID, I could have gone and done a nice trip to see you in Vegas again. Like, I'm still pissed off. That was the last game. Minnesota scores with two seconds left, and then they win in overtime. Like, I don't get mad about losing bets anymore because I do this stuff daily, hourly, every single day of my life. Horses, humans, who cares? But that game really, really pissed me off. Yeah. I needed LA. No, our, our, buddy, our, buddy, our buddy Dennis Bernstein talked about that. By the way, uh, mark that one down. You know, the Kings got work to do, and they're, they're – I think McClellan, they're going to be, 
you know, playing hard, young guys, trying to set a culture. But he said, boy, that one hurt for the Kings. He said that that may take him a while to get over. Same thing can be said to me about the Ducks. They were down 2 nothing in the blink of an eye. And here in Vegas, in game one. And this is where the, the crowd thing is a thing. If Vegas scored, and Marcho scores like a little over a minute in the game, then they get another quickie. And if the fans were there, they blow the roof off the joint, yep. and I bet you Vegas gets two more. Instead, Anaheim comes back and gets two, settles in, Vegas wins. Uh, the second game, it, Gibson is – he plays his lungs out. I mean, he, he's, like he's an elite goaltender, I think. On a, on like, a he's bad, an, he's the team. guy that doesn't get anywhere near I the agree. credit, and he's listed as the starter in this game. He faced a lot of rubber, but Anaheim had to be sick to their stomach. They got a point out of it. But, I mean, they had the game won, and Vegas pulled the goalie and tied it, and then Vegas, the opening faceoff was a joke. They scored seven seconds, Cam. It's like they dropped the puck two-on-one. Stone goes, yeah, the guy cheated. And they come in two-on-one, goal, go home. You know, Gibson's going to be going, you guys are kidding me, right? <laughs> you know, but but you're, you're betting Gibson here. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you one thing. Minnesota's been playing with fire. Sure, they, they beat the Kings. They were lucky to win both of those games. I don't love Anaheim, but at plus 120, for me, it's Anaheim or nothing in this game. If they show up, Minnesota will lose this game. I, I just, uh, the Wild, I know they have a couple of good young players on their team, but they were so damn lucky both games to beat the Kings. And, uh, you know, I can't, I can't bet this team in that situation right now. It's Anaheim or nothing, Brian. All right, my friend. And then tonight, the Golden Knights, they're oh. here. Now, mark this. Oh, hold on, buddy. Okay. Here we go. This is one of these. This is going to be wild. They play now four games in a row. Arizona and Vegas are playing four consecutive games. Two here, two there. And Arizona loses in a shootout in game one to San Jose. They beat San Jose 5-3. So, hey, you're sitting there, you're getting three of a possible four points in the first two. Not a bad start for the old Coyotes here. But what I and I, I gotta I gotta plead real honest here. I watched a lot of hockey. I didn't see any of the first two games, but you're looking four three in a shootout, and then San Jose five three. First game of a four game set. Vegas again had you know struggled with Gibson. I think I think maybe you see a boatload of goals in this game. First of four, I'm gonna lean over the total here. I lean over the total. Aren't you gonna give Arizona a look? Vegas has been playing sure. with fire, right? Like they won that last game against Anaheim. But the thing is, Arizona, they got uh, a heartbreaking loss to the SJ Sharkey, and then they came back and dominated them. Ranta started the second game. I want to take Arizona and the over in this game. Like, you know, I don't know. You got the pulse of Vegas. They just find ways to win all the time. And that was not their best game against Anaheim, and they still found a way to get it done. Tough. I do agree over six, though, Bri. And we get plus money, too. I mean, we were saying that with Leonard and Kemper. I mean, you look at a pretty good goalie here. Uh, I just think, again, early on they kind of go for it. Oh, by the way, maybe another reason to like the over is Ekman Larson's out. Yeah, that's the, and that's huge. Man, I really want to take Arizona here, but, you know, got to be selective. We, I will not be betting every game, but I'll be betting a lot of games. I can tell you that, Bri, but... Yeah, over, and I lean Coyotes here, but it's not my favorite game. So the question is, what are our favorite games tonight? Like, what do you what do you go what do you what are I you know. swinging with? I'm swinging with the Sabers at plus one thirty. 
I'm putting the Blues in a parlay after getting smoked. I got to find a dance partner there. I lean Carolina. It's only 20 cents. You're right, though. They should be plus money against Nashville, but I don't. I'm not sold on Nashville. I think we're coming back with the Oilers tonight against uh, the Canadians. Vancouver's a dog at plus one thirty. Anaheim. I'm I'm leery. I'm leery. Oh, I, He's a, no, buddy. I, I I would just say to you, I'm not arguing with you that they're the better team, but I'm, I'd be very leery of Montreal. I just I think you've got this back to back thing, you know, where the, it's the old zigzag. That's what I'm saying. And, we're taking Edmonton, right? Because Montreal. Oh, I thought. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I thought you said no, Montreal. No, I said Edmonton. Montreal. I said we're, we're with oh, Edmonton. Yeah. Oh, you know, no, I, I, and catcher saying, he said, we know. Iliopanetra. Jimapel wingnut. Jimapel poulet. That means I'm chicken. I don't know what wings is in French, but I love chicken wings. I should get that saying in French. Uh, boy, oh boy, oh boy. I, it, it, there's a lot of games. Brian, I got to tell you, our carts are going to look pretty big like, tonight by, by the sounds of things. So what am I? So, you like Winnipeg. Winnipeg. I, I like Winnipeg a little bit at, at the price. Yeah, I do too. And I, 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 the Leafs have not been great. Winnipeg looked like, I'm going to tell you this. If you were to bet every single dog on the, I'm probably going to bet every single dog on the board, but two, I'm not going to bet. Carol uh, against Carolina, and I'm not going to bet against St. Louis. Other than that, I think every dog on this card can win for, at the seven o'clock Easterns and uh, later. What do you think? Right, and, and then tomorrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it's weird. There's a lot of games tonight, and I'm there's a lot of weird ones like that. I I don't have a ton of conviction. It's weird. I I'm still in this. I I'm learning yep. who's shaking off the rust and and learning the format. So I mean, I I'm not. I'm going to be pretty selective here. I kind of like Winnipeg. I she whiz. I, I kind of like Edmonton in the bounce back spot, even though I think Montreal's the better team. Anaheim, unless they unless they have the punch to the gut and they felt like they let one go, it's the, it's Anaheim's home opener. So I mean, you know, they're going to be in front of you know 39 raucous people. I'll tell you, I'll, and I'll tell you for t- for tomorrow. <laughs> if Winnipeg beats Toronto, I'll be giving Ottawa a long, hard look as a dog. Car- uh, Chicago plays Florida again. Hmm. That's a tough game. How about, uh, well, here, here, here's the one I would say tomorrow. I mean, you're going to pay for it, Colorado. But I think, yeah, but I think you got to go puck line, yeah. right? They're going to be they're going to be fifty or sixty on the road, but they're coming off a bounce back effort, and I don't think they just get satisfied that they they played like crap in the first game but i also think la is just so deflated the way they lost that last game maybe colorado really steps on them tomorrow yeah and another game i'd look at uh, uh maybe washington pittsburgh won in a shootout that game i think the capitals could come back on the back to back devils i watched the devils game man that team's actually got some good your boy gusev and i watched these guys float skating around there suban's playing better the rangers are no lock in that game that's for sure uh, hey one other thing I'm gonna. I'm staying away. The next game. What's what's the kid's name in Washington? The the goalie. Oh, uh, the rookie. Yeah, it's some weird name. Uh, uh, here, I'll find it. Yeah, no, yeah. no, it's like very. The, the, the it's kid, very tricky. Vanacek. Yeah, Vanacek. Yeah, you got. Vitek Vanacek. The 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 one I would say. I'm gonna watch another game to see what I'm dealing with with this kid, but I've seen him a couple of times now. I, honestly, God, I'm not gonna call Ilya Samsonov. Ilya Samsonov, I'm going to call him Michael Phelps 
Because I watched this guy play two games, and he's swimming in the oh, net. Oh, I all agree. Night. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Samson when, when <laughs> when he's when he's playing, I'm playing Caps games over. Couldn't agree more. He swims in the net. He gets very lucky. Yeah, Samsonov luggage, he'll, he'll be packing his bags pretty soon because I don't think this guy's a good goaltender. This backup's going to be their starter real soon. Washington yeah. will figure it out. Yeah, on the, I'm telling you right now, the, 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 his set of Samsonov luggage, the, the little spin security thing, his number is one, two, three, four to open that suitcase. It's like red light city. It is, man. Remember red light Rassico, the goalie. I'd say a red light Samsonov. I'm with you. That guy's not very good. But uh, looks like a dog night tonight, Brian. Here we go. All right. So again, the hockeybaitingpodcast.ca. We've got the. We appreciate the um, books that are there to help us have the fun for you to go sign up and play. Helps us keep doing this thing. Uh, I think it behooves everybody to have. Multiple accounts because, Cam, that ability to shop for numbers, it makes a difference. Big time. Like, yeah, if you have one book, like, what are you losing out? Like, the juice can be different in all the games. Think about this one, too. Right, Brian? I use an example. Yeah, it works sometimes, but sometimes you could take the six instead of six and a half and pay a little juice. And if it's a push, it's a push, and you don't get that seventh goal. That happens in hockey a lot. So find, find books, shop around. You said it. You guys sign up. Help me and Brian do this thing. If you guys sign up, we'll be here for a while. We'll have a lot of fun. But I will say this. Get multiple books. And it, hey, think about it, Brian. You're a $100 player. Even a $50 player over the season, how much money you could save if you save even like 5 bucks a game. It adds up over time, man. It gets real big. And oh, by the way, one last thing. No game, no specifics. And again, the, the, I know the books love when you play parlays and we sing the song and have fun. The, the books want you to play parlays. But the way the to me the way you're playing playing parlays, Cam identify just the flow of a game and yeah a goalie can clip you, but I'm telling you, it's it's the betting market that's out there that I pay attention to a lot now, and that's hooking a three or four team parlay with first period overs because even games you think are going to be a dead under, somebody's got to get the lead, right? And they go for it. And I think if you were going to play parlays. Hook up some games where you're playing over one and a half. I think you can make some money. I agree with that, and I think it's a good strategy now. But I remember with the Blackhawks, they did it like 21 games in a row, and the juice gets really high. Do it now? Well, well, it's like acceptable. And you're right, Brian. Uh, it's won a hell of a lot more than it's lost, those over one and a half first period lines. All right, there you go. TheHockeyBettingPodcast.ca. Sign up at the books, and we'll be back with you Thursday, and we'll get you ready for a boatload of weekend matchups and new series that are set to start. All right, buddy. Always a good time. Glad hockey's back. I think we still have to put the um, either the you know professor's hat on or the dunce cap or whatever. I think we still got some homework. Oh, we got do. lots of homework to do. We're going to figure this thing out. And eventually, Brian, we're going to find like the best angles on these back-to-backs. You're right, though. In, in a, a three-game three sample size, we're not going to be able to do it. But I'll tell you, at the end of this week and moving into the next week, we're going to start to get some serious vibes, and hopefully yes. we'll make some and money. I, and, I, and honestly, I, I would – the last thing. I, I, I would give you a buyer's beware kind of mentality here that there's still – there's some gray areas all over the place. By the, by the end of next week, Cam, we're going to sit here and go, they are who they are. That team's who they yep. are. This is the way they play. Then the trends start kicking in. The one thing I'm convinced will happen, by the end of week three, I don't know what the actual math will be, but it's starting that way already, That not sight unseen, but in many, many instances, if you believe in a team, you think they're a decent quality team, I think by the end of the third week, 
teams that lose the first game of a series will end up being 20 and 10 in the rematch. Yeah, I agree with because that. Because they can't afford the losing streak. There's a sense of urgency when teams lose. I mean, this is going to be the coach's mantra. We don't, and they're going to take pride in not losing back-to-back games. That's the kind of focus that's going to be out there. So if you know they're focused on it, we should be too. No, I'm with you, and we'll, we'll see how it uh, plays to the test. But over a while, we're going to start to really figure this things out. And as we say, Brian, hopefully we go on a heater, make a lot of money, and after COVID, I can come down to Vegas and basically drive you nuts again, eat everything that's not nailed down, and uh, uh, basically uh, piss away <laughs> my, my paycheck on the blackjack table. Well, but, you know, let's find the million-dollar idea that we can get rich. You know, some people are making money with this stupid pandemic. How about wood planks that you're boarding your windows up with team logos on them? That's actually a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going, I'm going back inside and locking the yeah, doors. I'm, I'm, I'm the with you. No, no, there's a lot of, uh, and that's the thing about COVID, right? Like my neighborhood, I got uh, cereal eggers. These kids are coming around. My neighbor got rocked. Like, Really? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, buddy. Like, people are bringing an egg, an egg outbreak. Yeah, I was doing the show one night. I heard bam, bam, bam. I go, what the? I go in there. I see these kids on a bike, like taken away. My neighbor got rocked too. People are their cars are getting broken into. That's the problem with COVID. With all these businesses going, everybody's a petty thief now. I know. Like, my neighborhood's being. People are desperate, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to get that uh, cigarette money. I get it. I love it. I love it. Okay. That was fun. Love you too, buddy. All right, please check out thehockeybettingpodcast.ca. We'll be back with you on Thursday. Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing. And if you do, hit the subscribe button and give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause, and for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.